Are you ready for another listener story? No. It's going to be a fun time. Hello and welcome to Meta Sidekicks. My name is Liv. This is M.M. Do you have another fun fact for us? Did you figure out my spirit guide's name? Damn it. No. I think it starts with a T. It's not Titan, is it? No. Thank God. I don't think so. That would be too funny. Why not? What is it? I don't know. I just think it starts with a T, but I'm also terrible with names. I got I got someone's spirit guide name the other day. Did you? Like within five minutes. And I was like, this is weird. That's exciting. I'm proud of you. Her name was Serenity. And her name was Mystery. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's good. I'm excited. I always like when I get names. I have like a small party for myself. So we'll have well, a You could get another one. It starts with a T. <sighs> it's naming some sort of It sounds titan, like dude. tectonic plates, but it's not. Is there a T word out there that means tectonic plates in a different language? Tectonic plates. I don't know, but maybe there's in a different language. I don't know. I don't know. He's interesting. But if you're new to the show, we are psychic mediums, twin flames, best friends, and comedians. And we talk about all things spiritual, paranormal, metaphysical, and in between. I also can't talk sometimes, which is fine. It really helps when you have a podcast show. And today we're going to be doing listener stories. If you're interested in submitting your own listener story, you can do so by going to the show notes and clicking the link that says submit your spooky story or something like that. And then we'll read them if they're cool on the podcast or record them in a YouTube video and then tell you as psychic mediums what we think is actually going on in your story. How cool is that? Wow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You ready? Am I going first this time? Yep. Cool. Let's see. Do we want them to be funny? Oh, yeah. No, we're going to do this one. You want a scary one first? Yeah. 
This one's funny and scary. I really like it. <laughs> it is called Let's Go Find Bigfoot Possible Skinwalkers? Question mark, question mark, question mark. This is also, I want to preface this by Jace J. And Jace J, thank you for submitting your story because I had so much fun reading it. <laughs> it's written like if a 13-year-old boy came home from summer camp with like a really cool story. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me really happy. It's the most boyish written story possible, and I appreciate it. Jay says, hiya. Okay, so this story is probably one of the spookiest ones I've got to tell. I was 16 years old at the time. Now I'm 32 years old as I write this. I was with four other friends and one of them had a camcorder with night vision built into it. So we were all like, cool, let's go into the woods at night and see if we can catch Bigfoot on camera. Yeah. I was like, let's just, okay, if Jace is 32 now, this is early 2000s camcorder, right? Okay. It's just, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the joke is. <laughs> it just makes me happy. Okay. Like this whole thing is like, I just like it. It's nostalgic in the way that they talk about things is great it gets better okay so we were like cool let's go into the woods at night and see if we can catch bigfoot on camera which also same but we're in our 20s so <laughs> all we need is a night vision i mean camcorder. honestly we would get paid to do it it's our job <laughs> you go do it for a fun story we do it for our job and it's fun anyways so jay says before leaving i made sure we had proper protective gear like a survival knife a first aid kit etc don't touch me i'm sterile we entered the woods recording. We were all joking around like idiots, swearing like sailors and such. As we continued forward with our teenage antics, the atmosphere of the vicinity slowly started to intensify. and Everyone started to get more and more quiet. Suddenly, we heard what sounded like a generic child laughing. It was me. <laughs> Without feet <laughs> from Victoria's story. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Go listen to the last listener story that we posted before this one. Have fun finding it. I think you should post this one first. <laughs> As we continued forward with our teenage antics, the atmosphere of the vicinity slowly started to intensify and everyone started to get more and more quiet. Suddenly, we heard what sounded like a generic child laughing. Remember, this is before the time of smartphones and such. Yep, yeah, but it wasn't before astral projection. And night vision camcorders. We all heard it, but continued forward, panning the camera back and forth to see on the night vision if anything was there. It seemed there wasn't anything, so we continued forward some more. The further we went into the woods, everyone started to feel on edge as if we were being watched and followed in the dark. We started to walk. What, you got something for that? You were, it was me. <laughs> you didn't catch me on your camera because I'm sentient. <laughs> I know where you're pointing at. I'm sorry. <laughs> And you don't have feet, so no one can hear you. Also, I don't have a soul, so I probably don't show up on those things. Jesus. <laughs> we started to walk out to a clearing with a small field when suddenly one of our friends stopped dead in his tracks, shaking. He raised his hand, pointing at what looked like a pair of legs standing out in the clearing. But they were so tall that all we saw were legs. Not even looking up to see what they were attached to, the others immediately went into flight mode. But me? Jace? I went into fight mode, lol, because of the survival knife I had. Lol. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but this is the most 16-year-old teenage, like, teenage boy thing I've ever heard. Like, 
all my friends started running because they were in flight mode, but I had my survival knife. I was going to take down the hairy leg man that no one else saw. <laughs> Makes me think about Patrick when he's got the fish nets. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Jace. I love you. This is great. So not even looking up to see what they were attached to, the others immediately went into flight mode, but me, I went into fight mode, lol, because of the survival knife. Anyways, they almost ditched me when I realized if I had stayed there alone, it might have turned out really, really bad. So I began to run and caught up to them. The five of us were running for our dear lives as we all managed to get back to the house. While we were all trying to catch our breath, I told them I was going to change the camcorder over and look over the footage to see if we caught anything in particular. I watched over the footage at around the part we heard the child laughing, and when the camcorder panned to the left... There, clear as day, glowing on the night vision, was a skeletal figure crouched like a red dead from Zelda. It slowly stood up to at least seven to eight feet tall, and we didn't even see it at the time. Mind you, it was winter, so the odds of a random person following us into the woods, completely naked and skeletal, is very unlikely. So yeah, of course we kept going panning away for a second and then panning the camcorder back and it was completely gone like it poofed out of our dimension i froze as i watched this on the footage and yelled for the others to come see what we caught everyone was unable to sleep very well for a whole week after that and i visited those woods just recently on my own to feel the vibes i've also brought offerings but this time i got a totally welcoming vibe and this is the most recent visit which was during summertime i live like a five to 10 minute walk from those woods still to this day. Also, we showed our parents and they were all shocked as well. But sadly, the footage is gone. I should have kept it. Anyways, that's my spooky story. What do you think it is? Well, I mean, it's probably a skinwalker because that looks like oh a skinwalker. <laughs> How do you know what a skinwalker looks like? Okay, well, according to the pop culture version mm-hmm. of a skinwalker, they're supposed to be like these weird ethereal skeletal gross beings that mimic people's laughing and like mimic people in general ah so i don't think they saw bigfoot or patrick (laughs) i think they saw skinwalker that or that or jace is making it up but either way i enjoy the story i'm invested i love it it's great yeah i stayed behind because i had a survival knife yeah, I don't know. My spirit guide's just shaking his head back and forth. <laughs> well, also the footage is gone. Mm-hmm. Which there's always footage that's gone. Jace, if you sent this to us with actual footage, I'd be more impressed. <laughs> but I still love you and your story. Yeah, I don't know about it. I mean, I've seen things that are similar to that that are like fae, but a an actual skinwalker, I don't think is like that. No, it's the. The idea of a skinwalker is something else, though. Well, there's, like, the Appalachian version of a skinwalker, too. Like, have you ever seen the videos on TikTok and listened to, like, the Appalachian folklore witchy people talk about it? They call them skinwalkers. I think they call them something else, but it's the same thing of, like, it's this weird shapeshifter-type trickster thingy that tries to lure you away from where you are by, like, mimicking cries for help or someone that you might know so oh what what (laughs) i've if you heard laughter i think it might be a residual thing because i can hear it in the wind possibly sorry because you started talking about mountains and then they started showing me 
how the wind moves through mountains and how it like hits certain frequencies so that you can hear it. Oh, mm-hmm. the entity does? No, it's just wind blows people's voices around. Okay. Like residual energy. I'm invested in this though. I really like <laughs> it. I want to believe it just cause. <laughs> like there's this one woman on TikTok that lives in like Appalachia and she goes for walks and she's recorded herself and you literally hear like a guy calling out to her. And I'm like, that is not okay. That is also why I'm very scared to go to like Virginia and like Appalachia. I know you yeah. want to go to that Allegheny Penitentiary. Trans Allegheny. Yeah, that also scares me. And I know that's the Trans Allegheny and not Appalachia, but it's still the Allegheny Mountains. And I don't like the stuff out there scares the shit out of me. Anyway, uh, I think it was a residual. <laughs> okay. But I also, I don't know. My spirit guides just think it's funny. <laughs> Do they have a survival knife? I'm so sorry, Jace. <laughs> I love your story. I adore it so much. I told my husband about it too, and he also enjoyed it. You ready? Yes, I'm Night- ready. Nightmare Street by Evelyn G. When I grew up, the whole town and the surrounding areas have a lot of dark stories to tell. But on my street, the one I grew up on, there was and still are two places I avoid. My childhood home had something I called the creature in it. This creature would move things a lot, waking me up and my siblings at night. But the scariest thing I'd ever did was throw an old necklace across my room at me. It missed at least. I only know it was the creature because the feeling it gave was clear to me. A heavy suffocating pressure, similar to that of trying to breathe in a room full of steam. The other place which haunts me to this day was the place where my estranged elder sister raised my niece with her child's father for a time. I stayed the night there once. The basement had this black mass thing that liked to crawl on the walls and ceilings, and it was visible in the bathroom mirror. PSA. The only bathroom in the whole place was in the basement. Oh, God. (laughs) That's why I included this story. (laughs) So you had to go down there. During the times it was physically visible, it looked like a medium-height man, but all shadowed out more like it would exude a black fog around it it always stayed downstairs probably because of what took place in the backyard which they never tell you what that is i don't think (laughs) i know what i didn't know the story of the backyard until years later anyways one night when i was sleeping (laughs) anyways gonna skip over the backyard story because every time you talk about these houses that you've gone to i'm like some weird shit's happened and then you don't tell us what the weird shit is Anyways, (laughs) one night when I was sleeping over, the shadow thing came upstairs. That thing ran up the wall and stared at me and my siblings on the couch with one corner of the wall. Vomitous. My baby niece was in her crib by the couch so we could keep an eye on her. We refused to sleep while it was perched there watching us. (laughs) Cool. Just hanging out like a demigorgon mixed with a spider in the corner of your room. And you're just like, wow, we're going to keep watching Moana and pretend like it's not there. (laughs) Same. (laughs) It never moved towards us, but its gaze was mortifying. It kept making these twitchy, jittery movements. Finally, when the sun began to come up, it didn't crawl, but slid down the wall and shot past (laughs) the couch where we were huddled, disappearing into the basement. (laughs) That was 100% me. (laughs) It probably had to go pee, honestly. 
after a long ass night, it's got to go staring at you menacingly or mortifyingly. (laughs) The noises it made woke my baby niece up and her dad who came to check on us. We never said a word about this occurrence for years until one day my niece talked about it after visiting her grandfather's house. I told her father about the night and he explained that he knew about the shit. What? How do you all know about it? He had seen it too. The first day after moving into the house and that's why he was always tired. Cool. The same year, I finally told my mom about all the scary things I had experienced from the creature in our house to the shadow thing elsewhere. That's how I found out about the Ouija board session that went really bad and the history of our street, town, and so on. Why okay. would you talk about those stories? You're God. Exactly, right? Ouija board session that went wrong. Did it happen in the house? Did it happen in the street? Did it happen in the other house that you were in where there was a poltergeist throwing necklaces at you? Like what? We need to know these things. Who sent this story in? Evelyn. Evelyn, listen, come closer. I need you to send those other stories in. You don't have to tell us where you live. I don't care where you live. I don't want to know where you live. Well, actually, maybe I do so I can know not to go there. But we're not going to tell other people that. If I buy a house like that and there's a weird shadow thing in it, would you still come over? No. Okay, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Because I kind of want one. Oh, God. Anyways, poltergeist in that shucks necklaces at you weird ass demigorgon in the corner of your house that your dad also saw or uncle whatever are we still talking about the creature are we talking about the shadow dude i'm so cute just talk about it what what is it okay the one the one that yeeted a necklace at you and missed it shows me that it's a poltergeist but i see it as like an old weird woman but I also see poltergeisty things as old weird women because they get women. I was like, I don't see a woman. Old I just hear energy. If that makes sense. Old ladies scare me. So I would see it as a woman if I was being haunted in your house. So <laughs> I would see it. <laughs> but that's a poltergeist. It's a noisy ghost. They're going to do what they can to make you feel uncomfortable. Oh, someone said that the reason why you see that is because it's scary to you and a poltergeist hasn't figured out what it wants to be yet. Yeah. So 100%. That's also why I see it as pop energy because i don't well that's yeah that's the energy it manifests so but the weird ass freaking shadow thing that just hangs out in the corner of your house yeah that is definitely from some weird shit that happened in that house like before you guys were there apparently something that happened in the backyard (laughs) apparently apparently But it's definitely not cool. And I'm very glad that you just dealt with it by nervous laughter and like staring in the opposite direction. Well, I'm direction. surprised it didn't do anything. It just stared at you. It was probably waiting for you to fall asleep so it could feed on your dreams. No, that makes sense. Yeah, but you didn't fall asleep. <laughs> the fact that it was twitchy and jittery also I resonate with because when I have weird things try to influence me, they always get twitchy and jittery. And that's how I know it's a, a bad news bears. Yeah, no, I believe the dream thing. Yeah, it scares me. I'm really glad that you just ignored it, though, because I would also do the same thing. <laughs> okay, since we're talking about houses, we're going to go next on to Maribel S. Thank you, Maribel, for your listener story. And they titled their story, The Blurry Thing and the Knock on the Door. Maribel says, hi. Hi, Maribel. I want to tell you about a house where I spent a great deal of time as a kid. Quick side note, English is not my first language, so I hope this makes sense. And I would like to tell you, Maribel, 
even though English is not your first language, you type much better than people who have English as their first language. So thank you. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. Maribel says, this house was actually my grandparents' house, but my sister, mom, and I spent a lot of time there on weekends since we were very close to our grandma and grandpa. This house was built sometime back in the 1940s. I don't know much about the history or the property itself or about the land it was built on. I just know that on weekends throughout most of my childhood, we spent our weekends there. So I have beautiful memories of the house. But there were strange things that we'd notice about that house. For instance, if you sat in the kitchen near the kitchen window, you might catch a glimpse of a dark shadow figure that runs by very fast. It always just looked like a black blurry figure. While I saw it frequently, I'm not really sure if if it ever harmed anyone. I was told that my grandmother in the late 1970s and 80s would invite her evangelical friends to hold prayer meetings, healings, and an exorcism or two. Yes, you read that right, an exorcism or two. Casual. Let's fast forward to when I'm in my early 20s and my grandmother had dementia. I decided to live there and help her out. It was then that I began to feel a presence in the home. This presence, I felt, was benevolent. It was very good about waking me up whenever I overslept or whenever I was about to run late to important things. I'd often awaken to a gentle tap on my fat toe. (laughs) Always the fat toe for some reason. One time I had jury duty the next morning, but I just couldn't get up. It wasn't long before I felt the familiar tapping on my toe. I ignored it and rolled back to sleep. Suddenly, it felt as though someone pounded down on the mattress with both their fists. They shook the mattress and the box spring, and it freaked me out. I looked up expecting to see someone at the end of the bed, but no one was there. At that moment, I woke up and turned to the clock to see that I only had 30 minutes to get ready and go to the courthouse. Had that thing not woken me up, I might have gotten into some trouble. By this time, I was wondering, what is this? A guardian? A spirit guide? Is it associated to the blurry image from outside by the kitchen window? Another time, years after my grandmother died, I remember one weekend I had gone out and came home sometime after midnight. On nights like those, I'd tiptoe into the house quietly so as not to wake my grandfather up, whose room was directly across from mine. After putting on my PJs, I remember sitting awake on the bed, about to turn the lamp off when I heard knocking on the door. It was two slow knocks. I opened the door right away, thinking maybe it was my grandpa and he needed help, but no one was there. I walked across the hall to see that he was fast asleep and all the lights were off. The house was quiet and the hallway was dark. I felt a bit unsettled by this, but assumed I was just hearing things, turned off the light, and returned to bed. The next morning, though, when I got up to have breakfast with my mom, she asked me if I had company over late last night, and I told her no. Why? And she said, because your grandpa said in Spanish, hey, who was knocking on Maribel's door last night? My jaw dropped. I hadn't mentioned it to anyone. My grandfather had apparently heard it too. I moved out of that house and into my first apartment maybe a couple of weeks later. So, things to dissect as mediums. Mm -hmm. The dark shadow figure thingy that just like moved from one side of the kitchen near the window to the other. Are they all in the same house? Yes. There's just a lot of people in there. Is there? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's a dude. I feel like there's a lady that like smacks your bed to wake you up. The the big toe. Yep. (laughs) I feel like that's how she used to wake up. I feel like her husband or something. Okay. She would just grab his toes. Which is funny. Mm -hmm. If I grabbed Bradley's toes, he would karate kick me in the face. (laughs) Yeah. She says it was her nice way of waking him up. 
<laughs> okay. And then the last person was knocking on the door. I feel like a man was the one that knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I do want to ask a question though. When she had the big toe awakenings, Maribel did, which I think should be like <laughs> the topic of like an evangelical movie, the big toe awakenings. Um, <laughs> That's what it should have been called. <laughs> um, she said that she was taking care of her grandmother who had dementia. I have had a lot of weird experiences as a medium doing readings for people and talking to people that have dementia. It's like, I don't know how to put this in a way that isn't like, that won't offend people, but also I've talked to people about this too. My hypotheses about this that have family with dementia and they're like, you should talk about it because it's interesting. So anyways, my theory is when you have dementia, sometimes it like puts you in a different spiritual plane of existence even though you're alive. Because I've talked to people that have dementia who are alive, but I'm talking to their soul. And they're not in a coma. They're not in like some weird medically sedated state. They are just living their lives as someone who has dementia. But I am talking to them and their soul. Yeah, but you could also talk to my soul. But I don't think it's in the same way. Why? Because theirs is presently right now. And it's only been with people that have dementia. So my theory is, do you think that the old woman that you're seeing who likes to tap on people's big toes to wake them up could be her grandmother? I don't know. Because I see her as old. But when I see people that are old, you see them as not old. (laughs) Yeah, I see this woman that has like brown hair that's like straight but fluffy and it goes to her shoulders. Okay. And then I feel like there's another person that's slammed on the bed. So that's why I think it might be different. However, what you're saying, I think you know that because you have past lives where you've had dementia. Probably. Because I see a woman past life for you. Like I had a, I talked to a soul of a guy who was alive that had dementia and he talks to his dog and nobody knows that he talks to the dog. Like he talks to the dog like a pet psychic would talk to the dog, but he can't talk to people in the same way he used to. It just boggles my mind. I've just had like weird experiences with people and it's just interesting. Anyways, that was just my theory or my 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 hypotenuse. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's the same woman. Okay, if you guys, I see two of them. Oh, I saw that. I saw it being the same person to hit the bed. But do you see like a younger man hitting the bed? Yeah. Okay. I also see what you're seeing. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I don't think so. (laughs) But anyways, if you guys want us to talk more about like dementia and the things that i've learned from doing readings let us know if you're listening on our meta psychics extras channel on youtube let us know in the comments and i'll try to read them and see what you guys want and i hope i didn't offend anybody and if i did sorry enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with BetMGM at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. But we're going to move on to the next story. What do you got for us, Em? The Black Figure, The House Next Door, by Valerie A. Dun dun. I've had many nightmares growing up as a kid, and there are many times where I can't sleep because I feel like there's a presence in my room visiting here and there. I try to ignore it because I have sleeping problems normally. The story starts with me falling asleep in the house next door. My dad owns this house too, but because we didn't have electricity in our normal house for a few days, I decided to crash there. The room I slept in in the house next door usually feels uncomfortable, but this time it felt different. Every night it felt like there was something in there in the room with me. At the time my brother was keeping me company during the day, but it still felt uncomfortable though through the night. I felt there was something in the corner, something tall. Its presence felt really heavy and negative. I tried to ignore it and eventually fell asleep. That's when I had this dream. In my dream, I was in a building or something, maybe a big house. It was a bit run down, and I felt this scary feeling like something bad was going to happen. Because of this, I was trying to leave, so I started running. Suddenly, I felt a negative presence behind me. While running, I turned to see a tall black figure. I couldn't see its face clearly, just sharp teeth and nails. I had never seen anything like it. I've had a shadow people in my room before, or maybe in real life, pop out from the corners to peek in and out, but this one was chasing me. It was closing the distance between us. As soon as I was going to get up, I forced myself to wake up. I looked at the clock. It was 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. I tried to go back to sleep, but I kept feeling this presence in the corner of the room near the door. 
Each night, its presence would feel more menacing, and the days went by, and I would dream of it again each night. Finally, couldn't handle it anymore. One night, I felt like something slapped me in the face when I was trying to fall asleep. I left that house and went back to my normal one, to my hot room in the middle of the night. I prayed to my mom each night and tried to sleep, but it felt like this something had followed me from the house next door. To my old room, my safe room, but it felt like it was taunting me from the doorway. Unlike the house next door, it couldn't walk into my room. I sleep in my parents' old room now. Yeah, so that's my scary story. I'm not sure if it was real or not, but I feel very realistic, and I do feel like something is in my house, in my room next door from time to time. Perhaps it could just be me, being paranoid about things. Valerie. Valerie. This is why they make dream catchers. (laughs) When I was a child, I used to be scared of things all the time. And uh, my mom got me a dream catcher and I would have to keep it in my room every single night. And every time I had a scary nightmare or whatever, I would wake up and then rethink about what the nightmare was about and imagine it getting stuck in my dream catcher and then I wouldn't have them again. <laughs> but that was a little Olivia. So then what is it? Oh, I think it's a, it's like a, we talked about this in our demon podcast and there's a demon that's associated with dreams in German folklore. What is it called? Do not know. It's gonna take so long to find it. Anyways, I don't I don't remember what they're called. It'll take too long to find it. But I feel like it was a, a dream monster, like poltergeisty type thing, and it definitely can't go into your other house. Cause I find that interesting as M was talking about you leaving and going like back to your air conditioned or non air conditioned house, I guess. I felt she like it wasn't. It did follow her. Just can't go in, into the bedroom with her. Yeah, which okay. is good. Yep. Because I saw that I couldn't go into her bedroom. So I don't know. Maybe it was your prayers. Maybe it was the fact that you didn't have air conditioning. I was like, it's hot in there. I don't want to go in there. <laughs> but I think it's a weird dream thingy, and I don't like it. It's very rude. <laughs> <laughs> like super nasty. What does it look like? To me, it looks like a big dark shadow with like. You know that one Pokemon, like, Bellsprout turns into something that, like, it looks like a fly trap, but mixed with, like, yeah, a trumpet plant? It looks like that. It looks like a Makes weird sense. headed trumpet plant thing with fangs, and it's just gross. It's and a trap. It's a trap! <laughs> a fey trap. How are you going to know it's a trap? It's a trap. How are they going to know? Fey trap. Uh, but, yeah. I don't think it can follow you, but it does definitely feel real. I don't think I've ever gotten slapped by a thing before. And if I did, I'd be like, excuse you. That is not okay. Go eat yourself a fucking Snickers and come back, my guy. You ready for one more? Yeah. Aya! Hello, Spectre, my old friend. (laughs) That's what it should be titled. (laughs) It just says hello from a Spectre. And this story was sent in by Millie H. Thank you, Millie, for your submission. This isn't really a story, but an occasion of something that happened to me one day. I was in my kitchen and my husband was clear across our house. Out of the right corner of my ear, I heard an audible hello. I turned around looking to see if somebody was beside me or if if somebody was beside me or if it was my husband, but I knew it wasn't him because it didn't sound like him. With all of the stories that I hear, I didn't even want to check outside to see if somebody was there. I then went to check to see where my husband was, and he was where I left him, across the house. I told him what happened and asked if he heard anything, and he said, no. Of course he's not open to 
hearing things. He's very closed off and I can understand why he doesn't believe in these things. But me, on the other hand, I feel I'm very sensitive to unnatural things and I feel I am more of an empath. Anyways, I let it go and we went to bed that night. That night I dreamt of a black background and from that black background came a shadowy brown figure. Was it a leprechaun? (laughs) Another one. That night I dreamt of a black background and from that black background came a shadowy brown figure. It was bald and all I could see was its face up to its shoulders. Bald. Jesus. <laughs> Where the eyes should have been, there were no eyes, just dark circle pockets. As fast as it came in my dream, it was as fast leaving my sight. The next morning, I went to my local Hispanic psychic shop. The man there was supposedly sensitive to these otherworldly things. He told me that what I saw was a specter and that it was not meant for me, but for my husband. I immediately got scared, thinking that somebody was trying to curse my family. And since he couldn't see it and I'm more sensitive to these things, I heard it. The only thing the man at the store told me to do was pray with good intentions and to cast out any evil from my house. You think her husband maybe like tried to kill leprechauns? No. In a leprechaun genocide? He should have. Um, I feel like the dude that said hello is an actual spirit dude guy. And whatever you saw was not him. I agree with that. Because I see him behind you laughing at it. You're <laughs> the, welcome. The human soul? Yeah. Oh, okay. All He's right. Like, that is not me. So the man there was supposedly sensitive to these otherworldly things. He told me that what I saw was a specter and that it was not meant for me, but for my husband. I immediately got scared thinking that somebody was trying to curse my family. And since he couldn't see it and I'm more sensitive to these things, I'm the one that heard it. The only thing the man at the store told me to do was pray with good intentions and to cast out any evil from my house. He gave me a small white candle to take home just in case I needed to burn the flame for protection and guidance. He also gave me a chalice-looking cup like a wine glass and told me to fill it with salt. If it was left out where I heard the voice, I could tell if it was a good or bad specter. I could tell this if the salt discolored and rose, it was a bad spirit. However, if it just rose from the edges, then that meant that there was something there, but not necessarily bad and not necessarily good. Well, I don't know specifically speaking why the salt rose, but it did. However, it did not discolor. So I chalked it up to there being something in my house. After praying and saying my intentions to my home out loud, I said a protection prayer, and after that never heard the hello again or saw the specter in my dreams. Was this real or was this my imagination running wild? Either way, I always know there are things out there that we can't see and that there are things that can hurt us that we can't see. Every day I now pray out loud with good intentions and pray for protection for me and my house and whoever dwells in it. I know this wasn't anything too scary, but maybe it's just the start of something. Dun dun. I don't know. I see a dude that said hello to you and then some weird specter thing. Leprechaun? I don't know what a specter is. I just see this shadow dude. I think you got scared by just the normal person saying hello to you, which I also see as a man. And mm-hmm. I feel like the reason you might have seen the weird little thing in your dreams is because you got scared about the man. Mm-hmm. So it allowed this thing that to- makes sense. But I literally see him behind you and you're scared about hearing a voice and he's like, listen, that thing is not me. (laughs) Yeah. So I think you just sort of allowed this little weird thing that you saw in your dreams to influence you because when I ask it, it says no. So that means yes. (laughs) Or ask that question. They tell me it's 
the opposite. So yeah. I think you just heard somebody, which is okay. And then you got a little scared by it. And then this other thing was like, <clears throat> opportunities have arisen and I am here. <laughs> but I, I like the salt thingy. That's kind of fun. With the, the, the candle. I'm about it. That's like some mob 100 psycho thing. Well, what's his name? The guy. Mob. No, not mob. His mentor. I don't remember his name. Reagan. Yeah, Reagan. Because it's a play on Raycon, which wow. is the Japanese uh, six senses. Raycon. Are you sure? I think so. I think that's why they named him Reagan, because it's a, it's a play on words. But I could be wrong. That's just my interpretation of it. But it's like Reagan uses salt, <laughs> pocket parm. <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. Else? Of course you don't, Siri, because you're not a part of this conversation. <laughs> Reagan uses salt attack. <laughs> I need to watch Mom again. I just need to watch it over. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Anyways, did you guys like our listener stories? If you want to submit your listener stories, you can do so by visiting the show notes. You can also become a patron and get all of the cool benefits of a patron, which also includes our Discord server where you can talk to hundreds of other people with interest in the spiritual, metaphysical, paranormal, and everything in between, just like you, as well as M and I. You can submit dad jokes. You can have listener stories priority, as well as behind-the-scenes listener stories exclusives on Patreon. And so much more, more, more. Wow. If you guys would like to leave a Apple podcast review, that would be fabulous. If it's not a good one, please don't do it. That's just not nice. I'll cry. I have low self-esteem in the first place. Gosh darn it. But if you leave a dad joke, we will shout you out in the podcast that comes out after this with your name and your dad joke because it makes us giggle. Or you can just leave whatever part that you thought was funny as a little excerpt and we'll shout you out. 
I also know you can rate on Spotify, which is fun. So feel free to rate our show on Spotify and make sure to comment if you're listening to this on our Metapsychics Extras YouTube channel. Ha, I found it. <laughs> What'd you find? According to traditional Japanese beliefs, all humans have a spirit or soul called a reikon. Yeah. Yeah, that's where it comes from. It's a spirit or a soul. Cool. You're welcome. Raycon. Raycon. <laughs> so, what do you call a hen staring at lettuce? Handsome. A chicken sees a salad. Jesus Christ. And for all those people, let's say that Jesus is not in our podcast. We say his name so much. He has to be blessing our podcast every time we talk about them. Honestly. Until next time, we are your meta sa kicks. Did you know you're a towel? A poorly wrapped towel. I'm glad you're accepting it now. <laughs> Acceptance is the first stage. I don't know. <laughs>